Hello, and welcome back to the Multiversity Manga Club. I am Walt, and I am joined by Emily. Hey. But we're down one member, I'm afraid. Uh, for those of you who missed last month's uh, episodes, Zach will no longer be with us for the Shonen Jump portion of the show. He He's a very busy boy. Yeah, he does another podcast. We take no offense by any means. Um, yeah. And a more regular podcast on that, keeping yeah. up with DC Comics, which... Yeah, he reads what, almost every DC comic every week well, that comes they, out. Well, they used to do well, that. They pick and choose, but still, it's a they lot do. to do. They, they do a lot every week. And it's how long is they, for how long their episodes are. Yes, yeah. it's true. So um, so if you like DC Comics, um, as you've probably heard from the uh, various advertisements that we have and such for it and our various... Uh, mentions and us making jokes that are basically just us taking jokes from that podcast and <laughs> doing them here. You should check out the DC3 cast. Yeah. But fear not because Zach will be back when we do the book club portions of the show. Um, again, if you missed last time, we're making a change there too. And the book club portion is going to become One Piece Club. For the foreseeable future, it's gonna be a long. We're going. We're going to be. We're going to be busy. Um, <laughs> for the uh, duration of the future, every month we're going to be reading a big old chunk of One Piece. Yeah. Um, so check back in two weeks from now um, for our first part of that, where we talk about the East Blue, yep. for the first three arcs of the East Blue saga. So that's uh, Romance Dawn. That is um, Buggy. Bur- Buggy. And Baradier. No. No, not Baradier. We stopped, we stopped at um, the Syrup Village. Um, Syrup Village, that's it. Syrup, that's what Captain Kuro yeah. arc. So, it's like the first 40 chapters, maybe. And you can... We'll be, you know, making jokes and references and posting cool yep. moments on Twitter under the hashtag One Piece Club. I was surprised that was not taken. Um, <laughs> there were... I, I only found, like, some tweets from like years ago and like years and years ago uh talking about one piece bathing suits um so <laughs> oh one, one piece club it is but in the meantime emily and i will continue going through some of our what we think are like the highlights of shonen jump uh for, for month. each month and so we're going to be starting that this week by talking about kind of the reason why we started the i mean it was not not a hundred percent, but it is kind of indirectly the the impetus between yeah. One Piece Club, and we are going to be talking about latest chapters of, well, mm. One Piece. Yep. So, there was in particular one. It was the very first chapter of this year. Is that correct? Uh, I think it was. Let me see here. I have it here. Let's find out when that chapter is posted. So it was oh, chapter... and, and to clarify, we are talking about the uh, Shonen Jump uh, comics for the month of January. Yeah. Um, yeah. So with, January... with, with the timing, this is coming out a, a little bit into February, but we're just going to be talking about January releases for now. Yeah, this was January the first the first chapter of January 2020, which was about it was it was sort of uh, ending the little we're we're still in a in sort of a uh, flashback arc with with uh, Odin with Odin yeah who so... is like the famous samurai from from Wano yeah and we, he we, met... had, we had had like a few that were. Um, about his like time with time in the crew for uh, Gold yeah. Roger. So he left Wano for a couple of years and traveled with Gold Roger, which 
something I think I think before this time like almost never, nobody ever left Wano. Right. Which is sort of, I guess, like an allegory or just a, a one-to-one comparison with how Japan <laughs> was sort of closed off from the rest of the right. world for a long time. Obviously, I mean, Wano is just, it's just Japan. Um, right. Samurais and stuff. Yeah. So we're now, I mean, as we come to the end of the month, we're getting into sort of, I think we're coming to the end of the flashback with Odin yeah, where the, he's about to face... his return to Wano. Uh, Wano and he's his found confrontation that with Orochi, Orochi was was sort of it's kind of like a Denethor situation, <laughs> except this is like, what if Denethor actually wasn't depressed all the time and had yeah. sort of taken advantage of the situation? Like, De- I mean, I guess Denethor did. Yeah, Denethor's but... main fault is he did not have enough self-care. So, so, or- <laughs> so Orochi is basically like the steward of Wano while yeah. he was gone. He, I think I think uh, Odin's father, or they, no, they showed that there was somebody with the copy-copy fruit. or right. the uh, Yeah, which is interesting because Von Clay has that fruit now. So this person dies. Probably dies, yeah. Um, so this person we will be seeing that in a couple chapters yeah, from now. This person showed that they turned into somebody to sort of fool everyone that, that Orochi should be. Right. I think the, I th- the impression that I got was that Orochi was rightfully, he was chosen, at, uh, like, through the proper formalities, chosen as, like, the steward um, kind of role, like, hang- hanging on temporarily in uh, Odin's place. But yeah. him, like, being, like, officially named Shogun was through the uh, copy copy fruit. Right. Okay, yeah. Sorry. We, like I haven't really taken notes as I've been reading. The the Wano arc has been really dense as far as information. Yeah. We're, we're kind of in, like, a Dressrosa levels yeah. of a lot we'll, of stuff going we'll on. We'll probably try to get stuff more specifically correct as we do One Piece Club, which, well, I don't know if we're going to... It's going to be weird. Are we going to, like, stop at a certain point, or are we just going to keep... We'll see. We'll I would say, I we're, would say we're maybe... At, we're in for the long haul, so... Yeah. Well, by the time we get to Wano, it might be so long since we've read Wano. Right. So we might be like, hey, actually, we appreciate some of this more because we've read it all at once. And I do think, I mean, while I do think Wano is a little overpacked, overstuffed... Um, Just like Dressrosa. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, sure, but I mean, I think there's something to be said for reading it a little bit closer together than we have been doing, which, I mean, sure, you could argue that he is packing too much in there, which I think he probably is. But, Well, I, yeah. guess, I guess we're getting a little bit off. We're getting a little so off the, track. So, so <laughs> the main thing, that this, this uh, first first chapter of the year um, was, it wasn't the last one where he was with Gold Roger, no. but it was kind of like the climax of that yeah. little like, mini this, segment of this This was story. actually really important. Like, Extremely. We didn't, we didn't see this coming, really. Because, yeah. I mean, okay, so we got to see Gold Roger. It's weird because... Gold Roger has kind of just been like a cipher for a long time. He just has been a guy that people are like, oh, he became King of the Pirates. He found One Piece. He doesn't really have a personality. Or he didn't. He didn't, at least. And now we get to see sort of Gold Roger kind of being like, I wouldn't say he was, he was kind of sketched out pretty, pretty nicely. He kind of seems like a, it's like if Luffy grew up, I guess, and was a little gruffer, was what I would, how I would He seems a little smarter. Smarter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that that's... Like, I mean that, like, Gold Roger seems maybe smarter than the average person, which is to say significantly smarter than Luffy. So uh, there was this very important, like, two or three pages where finally Gold Roger and his crew, along with with um, with um Odin, who can read the poneglyphs, which lead you to to the final island. Right, that was, that, was, that was his main purpose in being Bring, in the crew. Yeah, right? they're like, wait, you can read that? We need you. Right. <laughs> so they finally circumnavigate the globe. That's what. That's also what this in, entails. Like, I think it. I think if you get to the final island, you've basically circumnavigated the globe, which I'm 
not 100% sure how that works, because when you have to start from the final island? Yeah. Anyway. Well, I guess what they're saying is, Gold Roger, before he got to the One Piece, he circumnavigated the globe. and then He found the his... Northwest Passage. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah, and so there was this... I might almost... I might just read this, because this is, like, kind of crazy that they just come out with this, but so... they brothers, Odin. I would like that very much. <laughs> that's that's a deep cut. That's like a one percenter. That's not a two percenter. That's like a zero point five percenter. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So you see, last couple pages of this chapter, you see Gold Rogers' bounty poster, wanted poster, where you know he's king of the pirates now. He found One Piece, and Odin's writing that says, "We learned the entire truth of the world." We learn what the 100-year void is, which is another mystery of One Piece. He basically is just naming off, like, right. mysteries of One Piece. What the people of the DR, the thing that Zack got really excited about. Miss you, buddy. Couple, yeah. But basically, why are certain important people in this series, why do they have the middle initial D? Uh, what the ancient weapons are, which is sort of another MacGuffin. In the past, Wano was open to the world. And in the face of that vast treasure, which was very real indeed, Roger just laughed. And there's this great, like, two-page... Uh, Actually, I can't really tell if it's two-page spread. I think it's just one. But Gold Roger is just, like, throwing back his head and laughing really hard. It was, it was memed on pretty hard and <laughs> on, like, the first, like, few days that it came out. I was seeing, like, you know, a lot of Yeah, people people it. were saying, like, oh, Roger just laughed at, you know, people just made trivial memes with right. him responding. Sort of response, what do you call them, like? Reaction. Reaction image. memes. Reaction yeah. GIFs or, not GIFs, images. Yeah. So it was just... I don't know, something about this picture, like, I was like, man, One Piece is good. <laughs> I was like... So, so... So Roger saw the One Piece, and we don't know what it is. Right. Like, apparently it's really big. That's really all we know. And One, One Piece has kind of interchangeably been... If, if I'm not... This is me, like, kind of asking you, and I think we've talked about this before, but it's been kind of, like, interchangeably used as... Well, the One Piece is, like, all the treasure in one spot... But there's also perhaps something in it that is, like, the true treasure of the One Piece. Yeah. The thing that, like, beyond just, like, gold, silver, exotic stuff. It might have been changed a little since it first came out. Because there's been a couple translations of those opening lines where sometimes Gold Roger says, I left all of my treasure in one piece. Which doesn't really make sense. What is like That, mean, that implies that Gold Roger left a treasure. He didn't find it. Right. But so what happened, though, really, was that Gold Roger found this treasure called the One Piece that people just happen to know about. Like, it's a legend that people are aware of, but they don't really know what it is. Right. And apparently it has all the secrets of the world, I guess. When you find One Piece, you just understand everything. Mm-hmm. Which makes me think it's like a big map, a huge map. Right. A really detailed map or something. That's the only thing I can think of. But we're not here to, like, speculate on what it is, per se. I mean, we can we can. It's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> so that was... Because for the longest time, like, there are huge plot points of One Piece that I have literally forgotten about just because the series is so big and long. <laughs> like, I was saying on Twitter a couple weeks ago, I had forgotten that there was a group called the, the Council of Elders or something, and they're like the leaders of the world. I have completely forgot... The Five Elders. I had completely forgotten they existed because we just haven't seen them in so long. I'm sure Oda has a plan... <laughs> For most of the important actors. I'm sure not every single plot point will get cleared up, but I think, I just have a feeling that uh, he probably has known what the One Piece is for since he started. <laughs> yeah, I think, so this is kind of like uh, tipping our hand a little bit for the other half of the podcast, but I, there, I, I do think that, like, obviously the, the manga is called One Piece. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that was always meant to be 
a thing. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and revisiting it, like, you know, yes, there is, like, the famous, like, part that's used in, like, the opening of the show um, and all that with him talking about his treasure all being yeah. left in one piece. But even, even just in, like, you know, the... Um, first few chapters there's a lot of mentions about the one piece yeah people know about it right it's sort of like talking about i don't know davy jones lockers or maybe like el dorado or something like something that people vaguely know well we we do know what el dorado was supposed to be but yeah it's just it was just this chapter that reminded me like oh yeah one piece is a fun adventure you know and they when they get to the final island they called it laugh tale because they were just, like, laughing about it. They were, like, really happy. So I'm like, what? what is it? Why did he laugh? It's a mystery. <laughs> One of the greatest mysteries in literature. So we'll probably find out in about five years. I would say less than ten years, One Piece will end. <laughs> I think that's I a... Uh, I think that is a true but probably very conservative estimate. Eight years? Eight, maybe. <laughs> I think it could end at 1,200. I'm not, I don't think that's a crazy thought, but. Nah, that's a nice, as you've said before. I think he will end on 100s because he always does something special on a, on a rollover into a round number. Yeah. Like from 899 to 900. Almost always, I think. I mean, I know chapter 100 is Logtown, which is where Luffy goes to the town where Gold Roger was executed. Right. And puts his head, (laughs) puts his head in the thing, in the, in the guillotine. Um, or where the executioner chops people's heads off. So, yeah. Yeah. There's so, precedence for it. So we're heading towards the end of the flashback, most likely. You never know. Um, I think so. <laughs> and then I imagine... Getting in, to the final fight with Kaido. Yeah, in, in One Piece terms, <laughs> there probably isn't much more of... Too, isn't too much more of Wano oh, no. left. Um, which of course means it could be like you know yeah. most most of the rest of, yeah most of this year. Well, um, the interesting thing is that I don't know where this goes after because right. like we've always heard rumors of like we sort of always have heard mumblings either from like Oda or just from PR of some kind or from the story like uh, we've heard talk of this area or this island and mm-hmm. I don't know what's after Wano. It could be maybe we're finally gonna learn about Doctor Vegapunk dr- name dropped twenty years ago. <laughs> You can say that a lot about many One Piece characters, right. actually. They come back. If there's one thing, Oda Oda has two things. He has, like, almost boundless creativity and, like, the patience of a god. <laughs> and also, like, an insane work ethic, which, I mean, I guess on the surface of it is admirable, but, like, he almost never takes breaks. Like I said, famously, I think he took, like, maybe a month and a half break once. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. And people were, of course, like, crazy about it. I'm like, let the man sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he was, like, sick or something. Right. Like, that was the reason why he took a break. So, yeah. We've got a ways to go. One Piece is good. It is good. Um, another one that had a, a fairly interesting month uh, would be Chainsaw Man. Because they've kind of flipped the script in a certain way that right now... Denji is in hiding, more or less. Yeah, you know, they're trying than, to protect him. Right, rather rather than being um, the one out there, you know, hunting down uh, the various, like, devils and such, um, he has attracted some unwanted attention, um, and now they're worried that, you know, some 
you know, we've seen at this point, like there, there was the one attack on his life, but it seems like now they've, they've introduced like a few different uh, yeah. potential assassin characters. It reminds me a lot about the uh, uh, season three finale of the Venture Brothers, where the three the three different assassins get hired to take out Brock. Um, right. That was exactly what was going through my mind um, when I was reading the latest chapter. Yeah. Uh, so we've got what I believe is a woman who has like all these like devils, a harem? like a harem of devils. Um, I thought it was a man. Maybe I'm maybe I, I, I'm misremembering. I, in either case, like the person is very androgynous, um, but I, I think that like there was like a there was like a line of dialogue where it seemed like they were talking about that person and they used like uh, she her yeah um, so you've got you've got her you've got um, it's like I'm, I'm still not there was quite a group, sure there yeah, were there's a like group a trio of, of like it's brothers right They're I think so I think they're related and they were they sort of took out. They like, Another group of agents, like, murdered them. Just brutal. It's yeah, like, just shot them through the car and just, like, their brains splattered everywhere. It is and then they took on their... Their, their personality. Uh, their appearances, appearances and their personality. Because yeah. at the end of the chapter, the guy's like, why are you, spe- why are you speaking with a... Right, and there's, like, a concept, very, like, yeah. Osaka um, accent, I think. Where they make him sound like a cowboy to try... Which I think is something they always do when they yeah, say somebody yeah. has that accent. They're like, oh, you sound like a hick or something. Yeah, localize it and, like, have... Y'alls and such. Isn't that more of an Osaka accent? Yeah, so... They... I think they did it pretty well. They, I think I think what they ended up doing was actually kind of interesting. It's like... Yeah. It's like, make it sound like you can't really get rid of your accent, but try to make it sound, sound like, like you're, you're trying yeah, to. Yeah, so he says, like, well, y'all, let's go, shall we? Which is, like, a pretty good translation. <laughs> yeah. I think, a pretty good localization, I think. Yeah. So... Um. So we've got them. And then there's that, like, old guy. Yeah, um, I forget what his deal was. His deal... He, like, seemed to... Just classic, like, old grizzly type. Um, yeah. So we've got these three after Denji. Um, yeah. And, of course, Denji, being Denji, doesn't want to. Yeah. Well, he was promised still. a trip to Enoshima, I think it was called. Yeah, a little vacation. Um, yeah, and so it wasn't going to happen, though, because of all these attacks, all these, right. all this danger. And he's like, oh, so I just, all I have to do is kill him, and then I get to go with Machima on a trip, right? So that's that's his, uh, I guess, goal. I am. This is uh, we've brought it up before, but this, like, this is the one that makes me wonder the most about like where is there like obviously the distinction between shonen and insane. It's not like like if we were talking about the American industry, like there would probably be like strict enforcement of like okay, you need to label this stuff. Um, this would absolutely be labeled like in... parental advisory. This would um, be <laughs> so. So like yeah, I I am. I am curious as to there's this... little, there's a lot of nudity. There's a the... lot of nudity. And there's a lot, a lot of violence. A lot of violence. It's really violent. Like I I know like you know I... a lot of the shonen series can be pretty violent. I think I'm somewhat they're... desensitized, but when I think about some of the things that have happened in Chainsaw Man, I was like, this might be in like the top five most violent manga right. I've read. Because, you know, there's, there's, like, a lot of stuff that it's, like, over-the-top, gruesome. Yeah. And, like, you you can see that in other, like, shonen manga. But there's a lot of stuff that's just, like, brutal in a very, like, unpleasantly real way. Like yeah. Like those three guys. They just, like, you know, blow some guy's brains out. They just out. blow there's, them away, there, yeah. There's nothing, like, glamorous or, like, stylish about it. And the way um, Makima kills people, too. Right. 
she has some sort of displacement thing? Yeah. Doesn't she have to... Yeah, I forget exactly, but she has a pretty brutal one. You know, and then there's demons that explode, and the gun demon, they say, is really bad. They've been kind of going after that one for a while. Yeah, it seems to be one of, like, the major threats. So, it'll be interesting to... I, I guess that's kind of the focus of this next arc is... Uh, multiple folks coming after Denji rather yeah. than the other way around. Has he ever had to fight multiple people at once? It doesn't really... Not really. You know, it's a fun little... Yeah. My my guess is there will probably be... You know, it's a classic in these sorts of stories. You know, there's going to be some competition between them and, you know, they might... One of them might kill the other rather than Denji. Yeah. You know, it's, st- it's, it's a classic form. Yeah. Though. I still say, I think... I, I, I just keep thinking it every time I read it. This could be a killer anime. If oh, they absolutely. got If they got, like, Madhouse or something to, to get as close to the style as possible. Like, you know, like, My Hero Academia is Bones. I yeah. think it's still bones. Like, and it looks fine. Like, it's. I think it's a pretty good, actually, a pretty good yeah, shonen pretty adaptation. Yeah, in terms. Yeah, of like, the look. Um, I think obviously there's some things that aren't as good to me visually, but I think it's like a perfectly fine. If you just don't feel like, it's not like One Piece where I'd say no, don't. Oh my God, no, don't watch yeah. One Piece. Read it. <clears throat> but like, if I mean, also One Piece is a lot longer. But I mean, the quality of My Hero Academia hasn't really gone down that much. So and. I would say, like, even if you don't, if you're like more of an anime person, like, just watch My Hero Academia. But yeah, Chainsaw Man animated. I feel like it could happen. It I, could happen. It feels but, like a really good see, adult swim show or something. Yeah, that's swim anime. see, that's what I'm thinking is like, does the fact that like tr- if we transition to this to a anime TV mm. show, then do we then do they start running into more issues of restrictions oh, about yeah. what Maybe. can and can't. Like, how violent can it be? Um, yeah. I don't know. It, I'd almost I'd almost always... Like, I normally wouldn't say this, but I almost also feel like it could just be a good, like, one-season thing. Like, doesn't really have to... I don't yeah, know. I just like to see it in, in motion. Anyway. Yeah, for sure. But that's kind of a tangent, so... <laughs> yeah. All right, I think, I'll, I think we'll take a quick break here, and then we'll... Uh, We'll come back, uh, we'll talk briefly about uh, Promised Neverland and then run through the, um, just kind of the like standings. A, yeah, just the standings as best as we can see and like anything else that might sure. come to mind about them. Mm-hmm. So we'll have a brief commercial break and then we'll be right back. Yep. Hello, everybody. My name is Mike. And I'm Greg. And together we are Robots from Tomorrow, a twice-weekly podcast appearing at MultiversityComics.com. Each week we take some time to check out books and shelves on Wednesday that are worth your attention. And each month we dissect the previous catalog. We also have long-form discussions about books we've enjoyed like Dan Clow's Ghost World and Jack Kirby and Mike Royer's Commanding. And if that's not enough, we also do creator interviews. Some of the talks you'll find in our archives feature Mike Mignola, Leila Del Duca, Sean Martinbro, Emma Beebe, and Greg Rucka. So that's a lot of content for everybody. Please subscribe to Robots from Tomorrow in iTunes or Stitcher so you never miss a thing. Robots from Tomorrow has hours of comic-focused entertainment week in and week out. And now, back to your show. All right, we're back. Uh, we're going to talk about our third pick of the month, which is Promise Neverland. We talked about this a little bit um, when we talked about it for our year in review uh, segment, but it's been a pretty big couple of months. It has been, yeah. Um, even a big couple of weeks, I would yeah, say. Yeah, even a couple of weeks. 
Um, and to make the same joke that we made many, many times before. <laughs> Is it ending? Could it end? Well, I, I do feel like... We do have the final villains here. I mean, we right. have Ratchery. Who is bigger got, than Ratchery? Unless right. there's somebody we don't uh, know about. Yeah, I feel like we're at a point where like introducing somebody else at this stage would, would kind feel, of feel like, oh, okay, they're just stretching it out. Like, I feel like I, it, yeah. it, it could go on beyond this for sure, but I feel like this would feel more like the natural end. Yeah. Um, I feel like... I would love to see a Shonen series just end when it felt, when it wanted to end. Right. <laughs> Especially um, one like this. Yeah. So, we've got Ratri back. Um, he's bad again. He's um, always been bad. But more <laughs> more interesting, I mean, Ratri's pretty good as a villain so far. Um, there, there was that very good chapter. Um, he broke a kid's yeah, hand. Yeah, he's just being, like, terrible. Yeah. Um, just a real monster. Um, but more interestingly, in my opinion, is Mom is Mom's back. Mom's back. There were some really good drawings of Mom, I thought. Yeah, like, I, I, I feel like, oh, I'm, I'm, what is the Mom, artist's I don't know, name? I, <laughs> what is the artist's name? I always forget. Demizu? Um, yeah. Art by Posuka Demizu. Um, I feel like Demizu really likes drawing Mom. Mom. Yeah. Um... Mom was the first bad baddie yeah. too. So. so so we've got like the big bad and the original bad. That sounds yeah. weird. Well, whatever. <laughs> the original uh, bad. The original bad. Um, so she's been, despite all the shortcomings at Grace Field, she has instead been promoted, kind of to grandma. To grandmother. Uh, so she'll always be mom to me. Yeah, she'll always um, She kind of looks like, so I started watching Dallas and Abby. She kind of looks like one of the head maids, like a little prettier though. Well, a lot prettier. But like the person who's head of like the, I don't know, I'm a little confused about the hierarchy there. But sure. one of the, like the chamber. As, a, as opposed maids. to the extremely clear hierarchy of uh, the promised Neverland. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they're basically kind of. It's and as well, we're going back to where it all began. She's going back to Grace Field, and the kids are coming back to fulfill their promise to save the other kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So, it as you said, running joke, so, but it does feel like this could be an end. I I something just came to mind, and I can't believe I didn't think about this before. But it is kind of interesting that they kind of lost. Like, I mean, they didn't save the demons like a lot of right. them died like and so right I, I mean as far as emma didn't want the bloodshed right. that much bloodshed but they kind of massacred everybody like right. it didn't work <laughs> and and so that is the one thing that i feel is kind of like the fail safe is shortly after uh the queen of the demons was killed yeah we had that one chapter that was pretty much like it, I, maybe i misread it but didn't like the Ratri, or not necessarily Ratri himself, but maybe some of his surrogates among the demons, kind of reestablished control over the capital city. Yeah, I think they, they were spreading rumors that they were going that around, the evil blooded yeah, were killing the yeah, evil blooded of the, the, the demons that if you partook of their blood, you wouldn't have to eat humans. Partake of this communion. Yeah, partook. Partook. Is that the? Is that the I, was, right I, was thinking, I was thinking of the bloodborne quote. 
Isn't there something about... Anyway, Probably. Um, yeah, yeah. So... That was this thing that sort of seemed to me as, like, maybe, like, the fail-safe to kind of keep a narrative going. Yeah. Um, we'll see, though. Um, and I, one other thing that was fairly interesting to me was that I believe that Ratri mentioned, um, this is when he, it was when he was interrogating the kids that he asked, the kids that he had captured, he asked about whether... Emma had made, made a another new promise. promise. And they didn't say anything. So, and he got pissed and stepped on their hand. Yeah. Stepped on brutal. one of the kids' hands. Yeah. yeah. Um, he stepped on all their hands one by one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So he at least knows that is possible. Um, and if it's possible, there's clearly like the implication that, well, okay, why, if anyone could do this and it's known, and clearly there is some like benefit to him to not change the promise, to keep things the way they are. Which and that that is kind of the other failsafe story-wise to keep things going is well what's on the other side of the world? Yeah. Um, what is in the human controlled world? Yeah. Um, have we never really seen that? We haven't right. really seen it. And I f- so I feel like even if the even if like stuff with the Grace Field ends with Emma and them leaving the demon world. There's certainly like you could tell a lot of stories set in the human world. And I've always gotten the feeling of, I've probably referenced this before on the show, the um, Lagine story, those who walk away from Umalas or yeah. however you say it, um, that it's probably a situation like that, that, you know, the one inti- person that, that, well, well, I mean, in the sense that like the human world, knows that this is what things are like on the other side I but they're see. fine with it yeah because um, they can live in ignorance right well not ignorance they the only reason they prosper is because they know well i mean is it i guess it's sort of a allegory for how things actually work in right. the real world but <laughs> yeah no i think you yeah you might be right so, i think that would make the most sense so i feel like if if that is the case which i think is my personal opinion seems to me like the most uh coherent story kind of uh yeah way for things to go then you could certainly get a few hundred more chapters out of like okay dealing with the people who yeah allow this to happen whatever. Yeah. but i don't think that would be very compelling um because they haven't i think yeah. R- ratchery serving as the kind of um Final. figurehead for that and then you could end with them kind of crossing over and yeah. that's just it. We the don't need to of, we, we don't, don't need to see what's on the other side. The best way to end is opening the door and it's then a saying classic. we don't know what's next. Right. But let's it's a go. classic. But Yeah. I I would be perfectly satisfied with that. I imagine a lot of people would not um Yeah, they're like, Why did it end there? Like, come on, like right. <laughs> uh, yeah, same here. I mean I actually I don't hundred percent agree that it couldn't be compelling. I just think that it's fine. Like, it would just feel, like, extra. Like, oh, we just want to continue this. Story. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I'm sure that this... It could be good. <laughs> that these two, you know, I'm sure it would continue being good. I don't think there's any doubt about that. They're yeah. very talented. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I, I think, unlike, unlike you know, talking earlier, we made the joke about, like, One Piece time span, um, 
how long stories take. I think, I think by the end of the year, we'll have a very good idea of yeah what's going on with Promise Neverland. Yeah, how much more is planned for it? Yeah, um, yeah. I know the anime. I think is in its second season. Okay, or is it still going? I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, I know the first season was fairly popular. People I know that never read the manga were like, "Oh yeah, I like this series." And yeah. I don't know if it set the world on fire, but I think people enjoyed it. It's always been pretty, really popular in Shonen Jump uh, yeah. polls. It seems like. Yeah. Which will be our yeah. transition point. We're gonna s- talk about you know the unofficial rankings based on the table of contents. Um, Demon Slayer has continued to be almost always in the one of the first mm-hmm. if not the first um we're in that we're in the kind of final confrontation with uh, muzan um that will probably be my guess would be will be done if not by next month then the one after that so you mean the guy that's introduced as sort of like the main right the guy that's responsible for the yeah. evil sort of virus that turns you into a demon yeah that, that's... nezuko is a demon because of that yeah that, that's been the They've been fighting with him for like a few, a couple months now, just like the one-on-one fight. And, and uh, yeah, one of the, um, I, th- I think where the chapters go back to now is kind of like at the start of as they're kind of like infiltrating this kind of like tower of sorts that he has. Something that I've noticed What's that? Um, is that it's not, it's not like bottoming out, but it seems like Black Clover's been dipping. Um, it's mm, it's like in it's the middle. moving more towards the middle and sometimes <clears throat> on the lower end of the middle. Um, yeah, and you know, I'm I'm still enjoying it well enough. Um, I've, I've never loved it, um, but it's been fine. But I do feel it's kind of run into a situation that's analogous to um, what we were talking about could be an issue for. Um, for Promise Neverland, um, that we kind of hit the the last story, which took forever. Um, <laughs> it kind With of Black Clover. Yeah, it kind of uh, felt like you know they're shooting a shot. Um, if you they, only had they, one shot, they fought the devil. One opportunity. Um, yeah, they, which... it, it was later like clarified to be a devil, but I, I'm <laughs> I'm fairly certain at one point it, it was, was re- it, it was like they were talking about it. Him as if he was the devil. Okay. Um, so. Wow. And like you know this whole like history of the elves that used to live in harmony with the Clover Kingdom and so on and so forth. It felt like a like a logical climax, and now we keep yeah. going. Uh, and this this current arc with uh, it's been fine. But it's just kind of, it does feel a bit like, okay, now on to the next thing. Um, it doesn't feel like, everything with the elves and all that, it felt like something that um, had been planned from the beginning. And now it's mm-hmm. like, okay, now I got to come up with something else. Yeah. Um, we've got Clover's Heart, Spades, and Diamonds. So. And, and Deem- Satan. And Satan. That's that's a um, famous suit card. <laughs> um, he's the freaking Joker. <laughs> Satan? Oh, oh, I see. Yes, um, yeah. So, I, I mean, 
it's I, I do wonder like is it going to be one of those things are do are we going to have a food war situation which that's that's kind of what happened to food wars that isn't is it? kind of sad I mean I don't like to see that happen to anything even if right. I'm not that well I would like to see it only to a couple of things like I but, but black clover I don't really have strong feelings about right. so I'm like well it sucks to have your series end before you wanted it to end especially when it seemed to be going well for a while I mean we saw it happen first I think the first time we saw it while we've been doing the show really was with Robot Laser Beam. Yeah. Where, like, 50 chapters in, it was, like, or 45 or something. It got it got popular enough to go that far, and then it just got axed. Yeah. Because there was, like, there was, like, the, the middle of a tournament, and then they ended it, and it was, like, I was I was never able to actually, or, you know, at one point I, I thought I would actually be able to fight or to face Yozan Mira or whatever his name was. Yeah. So, yeah, but it looks like the the usual suspects are kind of where you'd expect them to be. Yeah, Fly Clover is kind of the only real thing that's a little bit of a surprise. Samurai Eight's really low. Samurai Eight's been bottoming out, um, but you wonder if it's just going to go through because it's because of Kishimoto. Um, so I've been reading it. I think I was the only one. I'm the only one that's still reading it. <laughs> I've read all of it. I mean, it's. I decided I would keep up with it because I thought it would be the next big thing, and I figured somebody should keep up with it. But it really. And the art's good. Like, the mm-hmm. art's nice looking. Yeah, I do, I do like the art. Um, there's some good... Like, the art looks really... Profe- like, uh, I shouldn't say professional, but it looks really like somebody has sort of already sort of decided what their style is. And, I mean, yeah, it does look like Naruto, but it doesn't look like a complete just rip-off or yeah. anything. Um, but it's so... I just... I don't really like the conceit of, like, sam- tech samurais. Techno samurais. Like, techno ninjas. I don't... That's not my aesthetic, and it's just Very so. What's that? Techno ninjas just makes me think of like mall goths. <laughs> yeah. um, not, it's, it's, not that Samurai Eight is Samurai it, Eight is not that. No, at all. it's not. It's it's just so convoluted and sort of the, the art is the, like I said, the art is good, but the action's a little hard to parse. Like it's hard to kind of yeah. figure out how they interact with some of their equipment and the story. I don't think is good enough to really support the art. Right. And I don't know. I just don't really dig it. I'm, I don't hate it. Like, it's okay. I say, I'd say it's, like, okay at its best, but it's really just not really my thing that I'm, like, really excited about ever. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't hate reading it. I shouldn't... I mean, it's not like I'm reading Mission Yozakura Family or anything. Which is also near the bottom a lot. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, also, so is Mitama, looks like, at least for... Uh, Mitama had some, like, color pages recently. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. We'll see. Maybe it's sticking around for a bit, but... Maybe. We never learn. I mean, sometimes it's low, but I don't think it's... it's... It seems to fill a niche for the magazine that they, I guess, they they kind of, they feel like they need to have the pervert comedy. (laughs) A Gravity Boys, speaking of pervert Uh, comedies. Um, I stopped reading that, but I think we all did. Yeah. I think think Walter read one and then noped out. I read one. Just, same thing with Mission Yosakura Family. Yeah. Um, I'm very good at my podcasting job. (laughs) Jujutsu Kaisen is pretty high, hey, always. Another, yeah. I think that's like, uh, I don't think it's as popular as Demon the, Slayer. I, yeah, I've noticed it's not, it, it, there was a period in time where it and Demon Slayer were both near the top usually, whereas now it's kind of more like middle high, um, yeah. frequently. All right, I think that's about it for today. Yeah. Um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks, back with the sweet Zach. Walker Fox. Yeah. Um, to talk about One piece. a few, like... Almost 50 chapters of One Piece we'll try at once. To, this is kind of nice, though, because before we sort of 
we were talking a little bit about how you know with the old book club we would pick something and usually we'd pick long series that we couldn't really finish so it the idea i think at the time was to sort of get you to give you an idea of what it was about to see if people wanted to continue it but this is more like an actual book this club. This is book club. legit like a book club. It's like, hey, meet you next week. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about Alabasta Arc next week. Mhm. <laughs> you know, things like that. So, we're going to get we're going to kind of dig deeper into One Piece, which is I wouldn't there, call it There's so much to dig into. I mean, content-wise, yes. <laughs> I wouldn't say that there's a lot of thematic interesting things. I mean, it Obviously, I like One Piece. I like no. the story. I like talking about the story. I'm never. I'm not deluding myself into thinking it's like a deep <laughs> story or that it has. I mean, it touches on a couple things, but it's. I wouldn't say it's like. I mean, for kids, I, I'm sort of thinking about it like for kids. Does it sort of get into things? Sure, sure. It does kind of. It does. It does some stuff with racism with the fishmen and early on, um, and a couple other things which we'll talk about. But All yeah, right. look forward to that. Yeah. So either tune in two weeks from now or you know uh check out the hashtag one piece club on twitter yeah on twitter you can also follow me i am at goodbye to a shoe i am at cosmos of course and our part-time co-host zach is at wilker fox um yeah yeah feel free to add us and join us in the hashtagging i'll only, try to remember to do it only if your opinions are good yeah nah, our opinions Obviously. are bad too hmm. don't know about that <laughs> All right. Talk to you all in a couple of weeks. Bye.